Hello, Chirocasters. This is Dr. Drew Rubin. I want to talk to you about my three awesome sponsors. Uh, I love, uh, now you know, uh, they're responsible for so many new patients coming into my practice. I love Preferred Chiropractic Doctor at PCD. They're responsible for almost 100% of all my patients participating in my practice on a cash uh, a level. And I love ChiroRite. I love ChiroRite because uh, every day, all day in my practice, when I am doing my EHR, I am using ChiroRite to put all the stuff down that we need. So my sponsors are the people that I feel are responsible for the, my day-to-day running of my practice. Now here's the podcast. One of the most important things that I do, and it was reiterated uh, when I taught for uh, the fall celebration this past weekend, Everybody's asking me, like, how do I keep up with all this stuff, right? Because I presented a, a four-hour talk about concussions, pediatric concussions, which we'll talk about later on um, this quarter. And um, one of the things that I was constantly asked is, how do you keep up with all this stuff? And I was like, what do you mean how? It's not like how, you must, right? After you graduate, you don't just stop. You know, you don't just unplug and say, woo, that was tough, you know, and then that's it. You guys got to keep up and constantly searching for articles, going on listservs and getting information because it's articles like this, cutting edge articles that like just came out like a few weeks ago. This is the kind of stuff that we want to see, that we want to be able to talk about with our patients, that we want to talk about with other professionals to show what we're thinking, right? So here's an article that comes out of Lancet, which is one of the most prestigious journals in all of healthcare. Um, and it's called Developmental Disabilities Among Children Younger Than Five Years in 195 Countries, 1990 to 2016, and a Systematic Analysis for the Global Burden of Disease Study. And even though it was a 2016 study, it was actually published just a few weeks ago in, in the Lancet um, magazine. But this, I just want to show you a couple of pieces of this, because this is going to be like a prelude to the course. You know, look at this. This is their interpretation of this huge paper. The global burden of developmental disabilities has not significantly improved since 1990, suggesting inadequate global attention on developmental potential of children who survive childhood as a result of survival programs. So what does that mean? That means that kids are having more problems all over the world. And it used to be thought that the only peep, the kids that were having all developmental problems were the kids in, the, in developing countries, right? In countries like us, you know, United States and in France and in Sweden and in Japan and Australia. England and those kind of things. That was what it was thought. It was thought that developmental disabilities were actually higher in our countries. And if you go into the lesser developing countries, <clears throat> then um, that's not the case. But look over here, <clears throat> particularly Sub-Saharan Africa and South Asia, right? So Sub-Saharan Africa, they don't have cell phones, right? They don't have Monsanto, right? They're not dealing with the same stuff that we're dealing with but they're still having developmental disabilities and they're having it at a higher rate than we are in this country, at a higher rate. So that's why you gotta keep up with papers because it tells you these kind of things that you wouldn't know otherwise. And then here's this, like, this unbelievable amount of stats if you wanna really sit there and crunch numbers. Um, but I'll just show you some of the important, the relevant thingies here. Um, let's just go down to the bottom here. <coughs> and uh, right over here at the bottom it says, there, even though the burden of mortality among children younger than five years has been halved, so what does that mean? The burden of mortality of children under five years has been halved. What does that mean? That means less kids are dying. 
right? So the younger kids, so there's less mortality, more kids are actually living past their fifth birthday. Okay, that's a good thing, right? That's a good thing, so we see one good thing here. Um, there has been no corresponding improvement in non-fatal health outcomes among children with developmental disabilities globally. Right, so I'm reading right here. This lack of improvement might be attributed to absent or inadequate systematic policies and interventions to address the serious needs of survivors of childhood illnesses. So what, what does that mean to me? It means that we are providing inadequate care to our kids. That's what it means. Right, that's what it means to, to me. We are providing inadequate care to our kids. Why is it that when 1989, when I started in practice, what was the number one reason why I saw a kid? Ear infections. And what's the number one reason now? It's this, some kind of developmental disability, whether it's autism, ADHD, learning disabilities, some other kind of problem like that, right? How is that happening? In the greatest country in the world, where we should have every known resource, but kids are being put through the ringer and kids are being slipped through the cracks and my dad was in World War II. He was in the Navy. And the, one of the things that he brought back with him from the Navy was this term, not on my watch. Right? Not on my watch. So why do I teach three pediatric electives in the pediatric diagnosis class here? Because not on my watch. Am I going to let this go? Why do I teach for the ICPA? Because not on my watch. Am I going to let this go? Not on my watch. Am I going to have kids having to have these kind of issues? And if there's a way that we can prevent it, if there's a way we can change it, if there's a way we can shift trajectories, then I'm going to do it and I'm going to teach you. Right? That's why I'm super glad you guys are here. Because who else is going to help these kids? Right? Nobody, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, after being out almost next year is 30 years for me after, since I graduated. In 30 years, I haven't seen a damn bit of difference in these kids. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Right? Just like this is saying. Right? So what I'm seeing in my brain this just corroborated, and it's not just in the States, it's all over the world. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And to me, there's only one kind of person that's gonna take care of it, and that's you and me, right? And don't tell me, well, I have to wait till I'm a, not a student anymore, because I'm just in clinic, or I'm just in peak. Are you kidding? You got a mouth, right? You got a mouth, and you're on Facebook, use it. Right, stop using Facebook to tell people what you're having for lunch, and start telling them about who, the, the kind of things you're learning in this kind of class and other kind of classes, right? Nobody cares what you're eating and where you're at and who you're hanging out with. It's re really an uninteresting thing. Oh, how interesting, uh-huh, uh-huh. But when you see or you read about stuff, the, the miracles that we see in chiropractic, that's what they want to hear about. When you see articles like this and you come across this kind of stuff, post it, right? It's our responsibility because ain't nobody else going to. Nobody else talks, like, you, you look at some, a, a medical provider looks at this and says, oh, I guess we have to do more vaccinations, right? Because that's, what, that's what, how they're thinking. And it's not wrong, I'm not blaming them for thinking that way. It's just, it's a different way of thinking. I'm looking at this saying, we gotta do early intervention. And to me, you know what, what's the earliest, bestest intervention there is? It's a chiropractic adjustment. That's the best early intervention there is. I have watched kids that there is no doubt in my mind that these kids have no eye contact and they're, you know, they're completely in their own little worlds and they're having all kinds of potential developmental issues. And I've watched them come to my practice at a couple weeks, a couple months, or six, eight months old. And I've watched them change and morph into these like gorgeous, healthy, happy, completely there, 100% eye contact and verbal kids. I've watched that. And I can't prove that that kid would have ended up in a different trajectory. I can't prove it, right? There's no way to say what might have happened, what could have happened, right? But I just know 
because I get the patients bringing in their kids who are six and they tell me about their kids when they were six months old and the kid has no eye contact and not playing with things and developmentally slow and delayed on walking and delayed on talking, all these kind of things. And I'm like, all right, well, if this kid then turns into this now, then chances are this other kid without chiropractic would have turned into this too, right? And the most important thing that we got to understand is that, and I tell this like all the time to every class and you probably get sick of hearing it, but we're not back doctors. Can you stop talking about the back? Who the hell cares about the back, right? The back is the conduit in, it's my entryway. That's all it is, right? And yeah, they might feel better from their back pain and that's great and I have a lot of patients who've got back pain and they feel better as they get adjusted and that's great, I like that. But I'm not adjusting them because I could take care of their back pain. Why am I adjusting the parents? Because I want their kids. <laughs> That's why, right? I want their kids. I want, I want the kids under care. I want the kids, un I want you to adjust them. I want you to adjust them in clinic. I want you to adjust them in peak. Don't think that when you go to peak or you're in clinic that you're just some inactive, passive participant. You can drive people into the clinic. You can drive people into your peak offices. Why the hell not? When are you going to learn how to do it? When are, you, when are you going to learn to do it for yourself if you don't do it now? When you're a student, right? You, this is, if, you, if you have a burning desire, the way I do, that kids shouldn't be, we shouldn't see this kind of thing. We shouldn't see these kind of statistics, right? If you have a burning desire for that, then the, the choice is, well, there's no more choice, right? It's now. When is now, right? John F. Kennedy said, if not you, who? And if not now, when? Right? What, 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 what does that leave out? <laughs> right? That's all of you now. That's what, it, that's what that really boils down to. All of you right now, you know, start, if, if this is what you want and you want to take care of the kids, then start now. And don't say, well, I'm just an intern in this clinic. Who cares? You can still touch them. You can still do sustained contact if you know nothing else. Just like Webster, uh, you know, talks about it, and you'll learn this if you take the advanced technique class. Top and bottom, man, you're just Atlas and Sacrum, you're in. That's like 90% of everything you need to know. And you already learned that from Dr. Kramer in Special Pops, right? So just start doing it. Well, how do I get them in? What's the magic way? One word. Ask, right? Ask. If you're taking care of grandmas and grandpas, what do you say? Because I know most of you are taking care of grandmas and grandpas. I get it, right? I know, what's, I know what's going on in the clinic. I worked there for five years. So what do you say to grandma and grandpa? You got grandkids? And what are they gonna say? Yeah. Well, what are we waiting for? Bring them next time, let's go, let's go. You want them to look like you? You want them to have the same problems you got? Right? If Grammy's walking in like this, I don't want my grandchild looking like that. All right, bring him in, let's go. Right? That's what it is. This is what we gotta think about. Right, it, you have to get desperate. And it's not about you, and it's not about your numbers, right? Oh, I'm not making my numbers. If you're not making your numbers, it's because you're in your own head. Get out of your head, because this is not about you. This is about them. It's about serving the kids. How many kids can I get my hands on? That's my goal. And how many kids, and because I teach here in ICP and stuff, is how many kids can you guys get your hands on because of what I say, right? We gotta get a hands on more kids. I don't give a hoot what research we have or don't have. I'm not interested, I don't care. I, I wanna have more research, I think research is great, I write papers all the time, 
but that's not like, I'm not waiting for research to prove it. I'm not waiting till I get good at something to prove it, right? Just do it. Like your atlas adjustment is way better than no atlas adjustment, right? So stop saying, well, I don't want to judge the kid because I'm too afraid because I don't know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for 30 years and sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes the kids come in and they baffle me, right? So, so you can't wait. Don't wait. So I hear this all the time. I have to, don't wait. Stop. The kids need the care now, right? How many kids are being diagnosed with anti, given antidepressants right now? How many kids are going to get Ritalin right now, right? How many kids has just got autism diagnosis now? How many kids just got ADHD diagnosis now? And you know whose fault it is? It's my fault. It's your fault. Because we didn't tell the story. Because our next door neighbor didn't hear about this. Right? Or the grandma that you're adjusting didn't hear about this. Or the friend of yours didn't hear about this. Or your cousin back home didn't hear about this and doesn't know this because for some reason we're keeping this, this awesome secret. It's time to stop keeping chiropractic a secret. Right? And that's why I'm so glad you guys are here because I'm going to teach you like what's going on out there. I'm going to teach you all the things that you need to know. We're going to always start off with some kind of research or some kind of videos or something just to get you guys thinking about what you need to do because it's not on my watch, right? Not on my watch. You know, my dad told me that's, that's what they said when, when they were about to storm Normandy, right? And when they were about to, to go into Iwo Jima. It's not on my watch, right? And we don't have that fire. Right? We don't have that fire. You know, these guys were fighting for, for our freedom. Right? They were saying, we're not going to let this tyranny take over, not on my watch. But we don't have that kind of pressure on us. But I'm asking you to start thinking that, that we have to have this pressure because the, 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 what is the autism rate now? It's 1 in 59. What was it when I was a kid in 1970s? 1 in 10,000. You can't wait anymore, guys. It's just going to get worse. Unless we do something, right? We got to start doing something. We got to work harder. We got to work longer. It's up to us.